It's 6 o'clock. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. It's time for the happiest, happy two hours of open mic of all happy, happy times here in the San Francisco comedy scene. Today, guest hosted by Rachel Pinson. Yay! Ladies, gentlemen, gender, non-binary, fluid individuals, our listening audience in Turkey, Welcome to Happy Hour Beauty Radio. Fuck yeah, look at us here doing this on a Friday. Uh, I've been running around all day being anxious, doing a bunch of stuff. Like anyone else anxious as fuck all the time? Anyone? I know. I just can't wait until I'm depressed again because then I won't have to do anything. I won't even have to get out of bed. It's going to be a good time. Uh, growing up, I thought my family was really religious because we went to church once a week. But then I realized that they just took me to AA meetings. <laughs> like That's what it was. And I, I thought that the term alcoholic was just a synonym for adult. <laughs> because every adult I know would be like, hi, my name is Jim and I'm an alcoholic. Like, hi, Jim. And then I grew up and I realized like I was right. It is. It is a synonym for adult. You guys hear about the war on drugs? I lost a few good men to the war on dr- drugs, man. I lost George, Andrew, a couple Benjamins, a whole Jackson 5 once. That was hard. Because, uh, yeah, I'm from Ohio. Do you guys know anything about that? Do you know how bad the opiate crisis is in Ohio? It's pretty bad. How bad is it? Bad is it? Do you know the show Intervention? Yeah. Where they would run around, they'd find a drug addict, they'd follow him, and they're like, you're ruining your life, you're ruining everyone's life. And then they'll give him an intervention and hopefully save them. Well, they came to my hometown, and I'm looking around, I'm like, dude, everyone's on drugs, they're going to have to do the whole town. And they did. They did the whole town, they called it hillbilly heroin, and they didn't do a single intervention. They didn't help anybody. Yeah, it was rough. It was also rough to see who we might know on the show. We all watch it together as a family. We see a dilapidated building. My sister's backyard, her dog was in it. My nieces go, Rufus is famous! Like, oh man, what a shitty thing to be famous for. But what an even shittier way to find out that your sister's dog is on drugs, man. (sighs) Let's get Rufus some help. Yeah, so you know what, guys? I just want to say that there ain't no nation like a donation. And there ain't no city like generosity. You don't have to be a Rockefeller to help a feller, and you don't have to be Donald Trump to help a chump. So if you can donate 2 to $5 for your stage time, because we have to get a permit license, is that correct? A permit? Yeah, entertainment. Uh, I guess open permit mics license. are technically entertainment. Yeah, an entertainment license. Uh, that would be appreciated. And on that note, I'm just going to bring up the first comic, Gary Hughes. Yay! Um, I figured out, oh, okay, yeah, you can take that. No problem. Let me get my phone back. Uh, I, f- I figured out with uh, old white people love, I feel like figured out the top three things. Uh, it's cats, it's wine, and it's foam. I work at a coffee place. Old white people love foam. They just love eating clouds. They're like bone dry. Don't put no espresso. Just put it up, fill it up with foam. Um, I'm just venting there. Uh, older people... 
Hello. Uh, <laughs> another thing about older people, they, um, th- I don't know. Let me, I, I, I won't go through the old material just yet. Uh, hmm. Trying to figure out how can I start this. I used to be married. I was married for a whole year. I was married for a whole year on my car insurance. Nobody told me. Yeah, I was. I was actually. I actually. I don't. I didn't know that I needed the down payment for the insurance to drive the car off the lot. So when I bought the car, I didn't only have very little money, and I was just kept telling the dealer like, "Yo, I don't have that much to put down for car insurance." And he was like, "Look here, I know a guy." Anytime you hear I know a guy, it's like nothing legit right afterwards. He's like, I know a guy at the auto place. His homie put this lady, I was married to a Melissa Valles for a whole year on my car insurance. Uh, Yeah, Hispanic woman. I'm sure she looked good. I'm sure she looked good. Uh, She's probably a good cook. I'm sure she was a great cook. Never seen her. I'm still getting her mail, but uh, I miss her. That was a terrible divorce. That was heartbreaking, man whole year for that uh what the fuck is that (laughs) 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 melissa baby uh i don't know any spanish words never mind i was about to try to do some spanish words i i i uh i talk to my friend in brussels belgium uh often we video chat and we exchange slang and i remember telling her like oh yeah how we like talk down to our police we call them pigs she's like oh that's interesting because we call ours chickens i was like what you call yours chickens out of all the animals and i just tried to replace that with all the popular phrases like yo you chickens leave them alone hey you chickens let them go he ain't do nothing. Why you chicks always coming down here on us? Uh, just using chicks a lot. I realized that everyone has a general fear in their DNA, and it's rubber bands. Like, if I just stretch a rubber band at you, you start to, you, your eyes start twitching. You just start to flinch a lot. And I was supposed to tie this in with the chickens, but I'm not. <laughs> I like older people. They're very honest. Like, they would, like if they had a dream and you were in it, they would call you and like, hey, nephew. I just wanted to call you, let you know you was in my dream last night, and uh, it, it would be nothing. It would be like ordinary. Like we was just at the store getting some milk, getting a gallon of milk. <laughs> All right, man, hit me back. The older people, like younger people, they don't want to admit that because I've had a dream and all of you have been in it. But if I tell you, people automatically associate dreams with sex, so they'd be like, "Why you? Why the fuck are you dreaming about me?" It's like, dog, you're the extra. You're not the supporting cast of the dream. Old people, I like the people that. Older people that just accept their changes as well, like or anybody that just accept things change with their body. Like, if you need to wear glasses, wear your glasses. I had a Lyft driver; we were getting honked at the whole time because he had his glasses on the top of his head. He had to slow down every intersection because he had to see. That's the street. Yeah, that's good right there. Wait, is that? Yeah, I'm gonna go right right here. Is that? Yeah, that's right there. I was like, bro, just put them down. Just put the glasses down. Just wear the glasses. We keep getting honked at, dog. Stop it. Uh, I have more stuff about old people. Nah, I'm into ageism right now. I'm not talking about old people no more. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to get, I'm about to, I feel like I'm getting older uh, physically because I'm about to be 30. And uh, I'm not, I don't like where my life is at. You know what I mean? <laughs> Talk about interventions. I feel like that's, that's a big one. I don't like where my life is at. I know I'm going to be older when I start getting that Monday through Sunday pill capsule. You got to carry that everywhere. You know what I mean? You ask your lady, what's the day? What's the day today? She's like, it's the 4th. I, I said the day, not the date. What's the day? 
Tuesday, oh, his pills missing. Why you ate my Tuesday pills? He talking about it like it's birth control. I can't, I can't skip a cycle. All right, my name is Gary Hughes. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Dream about all of us non-sexually. Yeah, fuck yeah. I have comedians pop up in my dreams sometimes. One time, Pam, you flew me in a helicopter to San Jose. Why did we need to take a helicopter? I don't know. I don't know. But on that note, let's bring up Hunter Uniac, our next comic. What's up, guys? I already put my $2. I'm not cheap, I promise. Pam, I got a bone to pick with you. Why does your voice sound so different on the radio? You know, like before, you're just like, yeah, I'm Pam. So fucking like energetic, like you make a child feel tired and worn out. But like when you go on the radio, you're like, hey, this is Mutiny Radio. It sounds like you want to fuck a bitch right now. <laughs> like, pick, be honest to yourself, Pam, because you're making me horny. <laughs> I love Jonathan. Don't tell him that. Jonathan was in my dream. It was a sex dream. No, it wasn't. What am I doing? I'm lying. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought I was married to my car insurance too. Just turns out I fucked the Aflac duck. All right, that's where we draw the line. Fuck you guys. I talked about how I'm hoarding. I'm opening up right now. <laughs> San Francisco. It's weird, though. I don't know. It was actually Flo dresses the Aflac duck, if I'm being honest. Honestly, Flo's kind of hot. You know, she's got, like, that Midwest housewife thing. Like, I'd fuck her with an apron while she's wearing rubber gloves, you know? Hmm. <laughs> I need to get laid. <laughs> We're having fun, guys. I, um, I need to stop doing drugs. Uh, do Every time I go on a bender, I end up in a relationship. You know, that's not okay. It's not. Like, I start saying things to women I normally wouldn't say, like, hi. That's it. It's fun, though, guys. Drugs are expensive. You know, payday weekend comes around. You go all out. And then fucking Monday morning happens. You're broke. You're like, fuck, I wish I was high right now at work. And I think it's a horrible way to waste cocaine. You know, like, you're just giving out bumps to the patrons, you know. And, like, everybody had so much fun at that funeral. I'm a horrible person, guys. It's weird, though. Um, Alcohol is expensive. I don't like it. Like, you know, in movies, there's always, like, a scene where it's like, shots for everybody on me. You know, shots for the, on me. How the fuck do you do that? What type of fiscal irresponsibility do you have in order to spend $12 on half a shot of some watered-down Hennessy on people that cut you in line at the fucking bar? You know, I don't even spend $12 for a drink for my fucking mother. All right? Bitch is getting well. You want to know why? <laughs> I wrote that today. I'm so happy with it. <laughs> you want to know why? Because when, we when I, we went to a fucking... My, I woke up to my parents having sex. Yeah. Not walking in. I woke up. We all shared a hotel room to a fucking ski trip in Tahoe when I was 12 years old. That's the most depressing sentence I've ever had. I was 12 years old. That number haunts me. Mom is not getting a 12-year-old 12 drink. $12 drink. Fuck. I was doing so well, and then I forgot how to talk. It's all right. I'm just too sober for this shit, guys. It's fun, though. Hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Yeah? Cool. Still horny. That's probably not a good thing to say. <laughs> We're having fun. I um, What else is going on? Everybody have a good Christmas? Fuck yeah. I did not because I'm the one that made dinner. You know? Like, I love cooking, but, like, if I make dinner for you guys and you expect presents, you're being selfish. The dinner is the fucking present. I don't care if you bought the dinner, Mom. I'm the one that fucking cooked it. And you're doing the dishes, because fuck that. Now you guys are all hating me. I'm a horrible son. That's true, though. I am, dude. I am a horrible son. The only reason I know 
my mom's birthday is because it's on Thanksgiving. And every day on Thanksgiving, I make her make the dinner. You know, I just forget about it. Okay. Horrible son. We're riffing here. That's cool. What else is happening? New Year's is coming up. Anybody got any New Year's resolutions? No, we're comics. We fucking don't. We're shitty people. It's true, though. I actually kept up with my New Year's resolution from last year. That's fucking crazy. I don't know how. Does it look like I have any fucking self, like, semblance? I'm, I'm forgetting the word already. Um, what's that thing? Where, restraint? No. Self-control. Yeah, that word. I fucking forgot that word. That's horrible. I don't have any self-control, dude. Like, I didn't, and I kept up with my New Year's resolution. I'm so happy. I went vegetarian. All right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, look at me, it looks like I eat meat. Like, I, it looks like I need a fucking vegetable in my life. Or I will become one. You know? It's crazy, though, guys. I went vegetarian. It was bad, though. Like, the first 89, I, I was a vegetarian for 89 days, and I had a relapse. You know, that one day, it was bad. I started off the night by chugging a 40-ounce of chicken broth. By the end of it, I was throwing chunks of bacon on a spoon, putting a lighter, trying to cook the fuckers. It's not okay, dude. Like, I was this close to frying bacon grease, putting in a needle, and just going... Actually, it sounds delicious. I'm not going to lie. There we go. That's a horn. I've been riffing for like the past two minutes, um, except for that vegetarian joke that I like. So um, I'm not going to waste you guys any more time. Bye. <laughs>Birthday sometimes falls on Thanksgiving because it's the fourth Tuesday, but not always the same date. All right, on that note, let's bring up the next comic, Matthew Quirk. Hey, uh, I had a sex dream about Pam too. <laughs> yeah, she was uh, she was fucking me right in the mouth, <laughs> and. Uh, you know how those dreams that like get more and more intense until you wake up and it was getting like that and uh, as she's fucking me I snap awake and I have just the worst cotton mouth in the fucking world because in the dream she's just grinding that bush up against the roof of my mouth <laughs> and I wake it's the kind of cotton mouth you think your tongue is gonna crack you know, and like cut in there. And I realized I had one of her weed treats after, after performing. You know, she pays you in weed treats. And it just gave me the worst cotton mouth, guys. And that's my sex dream about Pam. Uh, and before Jonathan gets all pissed at me, I just made that up sitting here right now. I didn't really have that dream. It's not, it was just for comic purposes. Uh, so anyway, guys, uh, let's get into the news because Pam needs to learn what's going on in life. And I'm her only source, apparently, of information. Uh, so Trump said that if the impeachment goes on over the holidays, it'll ruin Christmas. And I, for one, would like to say happy holidays, Mr. President. Happy holidays. War on Christmas, guys. Yeah, during this whole impeachment thing, he early on tried to blame Rick Perry, saying that Rick Perry tricked him into calling the Ukraine and uh, I think if you can get tricked by Rick Perry that's an impeachable offense that's an impeachable offense right there anyway guys did you hear that Mike Pence also had a phone call with the Ukraine 
Yeah, he refuses to release the transcript because he saw what happened last time. He saw what happened last time. The impeachment happened last time. This is going great. <laughs> Do you know Vladimir Putin runs a political action committee to reelect Donald Trump? That's real. Yeah, to me, that's like a big red flag. That's like a red flag. That's like such a red flag, it's got a hammer and a sickle on it. <laughs> that's how red of a flag it is. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Mitch McConnell has over 400 unsigned bills on his desk, unsigned pieces of legislation. The senator from Kentucky and... Uh, I don't know. I think we're being too hard from him. Like he's from Kentucky. He can't read, guys. We're... <laughs> you guys are being too harsh on him. Let's see. Recently, Trump also said in the midst of all his troubles, he recently said that he's into climate. Trump is into climate. Do you think he thinks climate's the name of a stripper? <laughs> that stormy thing threw him off. <laughs> Uh, in local news, did you see where the guy took a shit in the aisle of the Safeway over in the marina? Yeah, some streak I went there and just took a dump right there in the aisle. And, uh, you know, the bathrooms around here, they're like for customers only, right? That's what the sign says. Didn't say nothing about the aisles. <laughs> Open season. <clears throat> I had some even more current shit to talk about. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, bees were recently listed as the most important animal in the whole animal kingdom. Yeah. And ants are so pissed right now. Ants are pissed, man. Uh, I think we need a new news game. Uh, you guys all heard of Fuck, Mary Kill, right? We need a new game called Real Fake or Onion for the news. Uh, anybody here watch Saturday Night Live with Eddie Murphy? Catch the opening monologue with Eddie Murphy. Apparently he had a joke about Bill Cosby and uh, the, the Cosby the Cosby people answered back saying like, like, you're like a slave to Saturday Night Live. Like apparently Bill Cosby didn't like the joke. That, and it's like, no, Bill, it's no joke. You're you're really in prison for drugging and raping women, Bill. That's cool. Uh, let me see. Uh, so, who here? New Year's resolutions. We're talking about New Year's resolutions. Who here has been keeping up with their New Year's resolution from last year? Anybody? No, because you guys did shit like go to the gym and like. Do more mics, right? Like shit like that. Not me. I did microdosing. You know, something you want to do. I've been microdosing all year, uh, you know, for depression. And uh, I got a report back after a year of microdosing. I got to tell you, this is one depressing ass city to live in. That's my report back from the other side. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of this hot mic. Matthew Quirk with the news updates. Happy fifth day of Hanukkah. Let's all get lit. Hey, Ernest Evangelist is next. Hey guys, how you guys doing? 
Listen to me fart. Oh, crap. Never mind. It's quiet. Okay. So, uh, I've been thinking about, uh, killing myself a lot. And, like, you know, a lot of us think about it. But is there ever a good reason? There's plenty of reasons to kill yourself. But what's the best reason to kill yourself? Okay? And I'll tell you what it is. If this was to ever happen to me, automatically, I'm definitely killing myself the second this happens. And what would happen is if I saw myself. Do you get what I'm saying? So if I was at the door and then I opened the door and then saw myself uh, and another person that looks like me, I'm definitely killing that person because I know myself... And if I was an evil clone that broke out of Genentech and was looking for myself and then showed up at my door, I'm going to try to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself and then uh, take over his life and then wear a curly mustache and then just become earnest. And that's not what I want to do. So so I'll, I would kill myself. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm not talking about suicide. Not talking about suicide. I don't believe in suicide. Uh, I think everyone here is a horrible person. And you guys should suffer the consequences. You shouldn't escape. Okay. Um, good talk, man. Um, so, I've been, uh, I've been 30 months sober. I've been three months sober. Yeah, uh, I gave up doing drugs like cocaine mainly because my son, my son stopped selling me cocaine. It's like he said, oh, dad, it's too hot. I can't move this blow across the border. They keep arresting me. Do you know what's happening on the border? Okay, let's not talk about it. Uh, but speaking of good news, guess who has a really good business plan uh, right now? I'm selling cocaine to people in uh, concentration camps on the border. Uh, speaking about drugs, you know, since I stopped doing drugs, I, I don't have any hobbies anymore. Uh, my new hobby is I like to watch rich people overdose <laughs> and feel better about myself. Speaking about overdose, uh, uh, hmm. Speaking about overdosing, <laughs> did you guys hear about that rapper who overdosed? Uh, the young one, 21-year-old? It's pretty, it's pretty messed up that he died, but pretty hilarious how he died. Am I right, guys? Did you hear the story about Juice World? Apparently, he was on his rich private jet plane, and then the cops were going to raid his airplane. And he was like, oh, crap, I have too many pills in my pocket. I should probably take all of them. And he took all of them. And isn't that hilarious? That's, that's like an Adam Sandler movie. Like, oh, my God, the cops are coming. I need to get rid of these drugs. Then he overdosed and died. He was, like, bleeding out his mouth. Kind of like when I ate my girlfriend on her period. Which is more depressing? Overdosing or period sex? <laughs> P
period sex because I'm I do that to get over my depression. Periods are good for you. Periods, it's like eating cherry pie, except the pie doesn't taste like cherry. It tastes like pennies. And and it's good because I am iron deficient and I need I need that in my blood cuz I'm a growing boy. I'm a growing boy uh who needs bloody uh food. Okay. Um What's the worst part of a threesome? Sharing the condom. What's the worst part of a threesome? Sharing my girlfriend. <laughs> What's the best part of a threesome? Getting pegged by my girlfriend. And here's my girlfriend. All right, guys, have a good night. He deserves his 30-month chip for how long. Okay, your next comic. Let's not, uh, okay. Yeah, Kaiser Lee. I'm from Montana. And I'm not sure all of the things, but... I borrowed my girlfriend's Prius to go to the Whole Foods in Berkeley is not supposed to be part of that, right? The stereotype is a river runs through it with Brad Pitt. You ever see that movie? That movie is supposed to be all of the things that a man from Montana should aspire to. That movie is a two and a half hour documentary of Brad Pitt reminding everybody else how much that I am not Brad Pitt. My father would be horrified to see me now. But he can't see me now because he's dead. Which means that I would be pretty horrified to see my father now. <laughs> I think that the gym should sell tobacco. Because that way either I would quit smoking or I would actually go to the gym. I'm waiting for Rachel to sit down because this is important. <laughs> I moved in with my girlfriend recently. I'm very excited for it. Because usually I have a really messy place and she found a place that's just really clean all the time. So I'm looking forward to enjoying that. I can see no possible negative consequences. I have been trying, though, to clean my apartment more, even before, I, I, just very lazy. I need, like, supervision, right? Like, an authoritarian grandmother who can supervise me and get me to clean up. I went on Craigslist to advertise for this. I said, dirty boy seeks mature enforcer to promote discipline. I was amazed at how many responses I got to that ad, man. But I was also very disappointed how much it was going to cost. <laughs> I gotta be careful when I tell that joke, though. I told that joke one time at this bar, and this woman came up to me afterwards, and she said, I'd like to buy this handsome young man a drink, and then maybe later we can go clean your apartment. It sounds like I'm saying negative things about this woman, but I'm not. 
she was really cool. I don't know what is older than like a cougar, but she was that. She, she was like a saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> Except that she didn't have any teeth. So she was she was like a saber no tooth having tiger and it sounds like it's negative about this woman but it's not she told me about the time that she gave a hand job to herbert hoover in the white house plus you know she didn't have any teeth i put a video of that whole story on youtube one time my grandma watches all my youtube videos and she thought that I was going to be a pastor in a church. And instead, I tell stories about fucking women my grandmother's age. <laughs> the wonderful thing about moving away to California is that I no longer have to go to holidays with any of my relatives, right? All of my immediate family is dead. Nobody can guilt trip me into going and being exposed to the politics of people with whom I no longer agree. <laughs> My dad's side of the family back in Montana is basically sister fucking hill hill god damn it <laughs> sister fucking moonshining hill people and I would be worried that they would see me say that on YouTube but first they would have to get computers and learn how to use them <laughs> My dad and my mom had a fight one time when I was growing up and my mom called the cops my dad ran out into the woods and he tells this story and he's like, he's such a badass because he's standing there and the cop's standing over there and he's looking right at the cop, but the cop can't see him. Like he thinks the cops are supposed to have some kind of special night vision that allows them to see crazy man who is out in the woods who might want to kill them, but might not want to kill them. And why the fuck would the cop want to go out there and deal with the dude? There's no upside to that. Come on, dad. Not everybody is as cool as you and gets fired from water well drilling job for being a drug addict. God, there was some place that, that story was supposed to go. Everybody clap for Walmart Legolas over here. Have a good night. <laughs>
any real parental advice, but I will tell you that every girl I've ever met named Haley is pretty hot so don't name your kids something hot that's my advice like don't name them like Haley or Brooke or Katie there's a lot of those out there but they're batting a pretty good average like don't you want to go with something like kind of homely like a you know like like a Barbara a Gretel something like that you know what like a 17 year old boy has never said oh my god Margaret's so fucking hot right now like like no one no kid is going home and feeding the geese thinking about Margaret is it it doesn't happen so you know you just stay away from the hot ones man don't don't name them like tansley or something exotic like that or you know brooke brooke is man that's that's another one i i swear to it there's just something about that name man you know who's like really doing it for me is uh i don't know if you guys watch cnn but they've got this anchor brooke baldwin on there oh my god man fucking smoke show and and it it's natural man i mean geez cnn the news is fake but those tits are real let me tell you they're <laughs> They're doing something right at CNN, at the Central News Network. Um, let's see. I, uh, I, I think, uh, I think Mr. Rogers is is kind of an asshole to be honest with you guys i know this is not a popular take but uh it's you know i grew up watching him and it was a very one-sided friendship uh, you know like he he makes it seem like you guys are buddies but did you notice you only talk about the stuff that he wants to talk about like you know every day the show would end and he always had that song where he was like i'll be back when the day is new and I'll have more ideas for you. And you'll have things you'll want to talk about. I will too. And every day I'd be so psyched. I'm like, oh my gosh, finally, like he's going to open up the floor. I've got ideas. I got things I want to talk about. And then, you know, the next day he comes in, does that stupid song. And, you know, here I am with my stuff. I'm like, yo, Mr. Rogers, like, how do you know which shoe goes on which foot? And he's like, did your parents ever get divorced? I'm like, fuck, I guess it's your turn again. All right. It's, it's, it's. It, <laughs> That is funnier to me. Um, I just, you know, here's something I learned. You know, it's not really a friendship if you're always going over to the other person's house. Do you guys have a friend like that? It's uh, if if anyone's like, hey, you want to come over? It's like, "Ah, I'm a little tired, but why don't you come over here? Then that's not like a real friendship. And who lets their mailman inside the house? That that's what I never understood. Like Mr. McFeely always came in to deliver the letters and. all right, that bit's going nowhere. Let's move on. Um, it needs work, but God, I God, I was giggling when I was writing it. So there's got to be some guts there. Um, all right, I uh, guys, I I was checking out the my I was checking out my Asian friend's Honda Civic. Uh, if you've never heard this joke before, spoiler alert. Yeah, you know I. I just I just recorded an album and my well is just empty, guys. I got nothing left. So you're getting Asian puns. Uh, that's that's what we're doing. Um, let's see. Uh, let's end it with this. I you know I was I was doing I was grabbing drinks with a woman after uh, after one of my shows and uh, and I was like, what do you do? She was like, oh, I'm a stay at home mom. 
I was like, oh, shit, I guess I'm paying for these. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's that's fine. But, man, okay, she showed me. You know, she pulled out like a 20. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know it was allowance day. That's cool. Somebody was a was a good girl. It's misogynistic for, for, from now on with me, guys. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work this out. And I'm glad that I put it on the radio for people to hear before it was prepared. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, why, why not? All right, I'm going back to my notebook. This was cool, guys. Thank you. everyone that if you could donate two to five dollars for your stage time because we need a entertainment permit or some shit i don't know uh steven you are next this time yeah what's going on motherfuckers oh music in and out sweet so uh i moved to california a couple years ago and i noticed that when I moved to California, everybody expected like the biggest adjustment to be traffic. Like, oh man, traffic's brutal, right? It's like, dude, I, I can figure out how to turn left on a red, right? The two person rule, you have to turn left on red. I'll tell you what my biggest adjustment was moving to California. The amount of homeless people's penises I've seen. I'm from Kansas. In Kansas, I was rocking a solid 0.00 average in the homeless dick siding department. In California, I saw one and three quarters homeless people's dicks in one week. It's a real number. The first one, actually, every single one I've ever seen, I was walking to the train, headed to a gig, and I'm walking, and I see a guy grab, grab at something, so I think it's like a weapon, and I turn. And it turns out I was right, because he pulls out the biggest dick I've ever seen, and he starts pissing. And I'm staring at it, and like the street light was hitting the stream, it was like a golden eclipse, and I was looking at this giant dick, and from within, I felt happiness. Because I always thought that guys with bigger dicks than me, like had the corner office, and had like their week scheduled out. So to see this homeless guy with this giant dick just it gave me hope for the future. It made me it made me feel like I had what it took to move on. And then the other one I saw that week was just three quarters of a penis. The dude was sagging, but he wasn't wearing any underwear. So his his dick was like holding up his pants like an inverted belt. And I'd never been in a situation where I could see a man's balls, but I didn't know if he was circumcised or not. It was very confusing. And, and I was looking at it, and I was like, what? And a guy behind me yells at me. He goes, hey, fucker, pull up your pants. And the homeless guy makes eye contact with me. And we have a moment. And he looks at the guy that yelled at him. And then he looks at me. And he goes, do you believe that fucking guy? And I'm like, yeah. You should pull up your fucking pants, right? <laughs> I was walking away. I was like, why did he think I would have his side? And then I realized he thinks I'm homeless too. <laughs> and it's just something that, you know, we go through on Thursdays. As my hair and my beard have gotten longer, homeless dudes stop asking me for money on the street. It's fantastic. If I'm in a vehicle, it's still fair game. They'll knock on your window. But if not, pass. One of the brotherhood, right? I was doing that homeless dick joke in Missouri, 
And that's when I had like, I was working this just terrible gig in this bar. And that's when I had like the nicest heckler of all time. Cause I was talking about the big, the guy with the big dick making me feel better about my, about my dick. And she just yells out, it's okay if you have a smaller penis, honey. It's more about how you use it. And I'm like, what? And she's like, trust me, some of the best sex I've ever had was men with smaller penises. And she just kind of gave this kind of like encouraging talk. Normally I would crush a heckler, but I couldn't because she was too nice. She just seemed like the kind of woman that would like actually be able to make you not feel bad if you come too fast. You know, you come in 30 seconds and she'd be like, that's okay. You know what? That makes me feel good because that means I'm like hot for you, right? That means like you find me so attractive, you can't hold it in. And if you think about it, that's pretty sexy. I, uh, I just switched gyms and yeah. And I go to gyms with, now, now my new gym, it's got one of those bottle refillers. It's got one of those bottle refillers that like tells you how good of a person you are. Where it's like 375,000 bottles saved from the waste pile, right? I want to know where that iWatch app is. I could really use that, you know? You get done rubbing one out, and then you look at it. 327 women saved from disappointment. <laughs> Thank God. Do, do, doing, doing my part. Doing my part. Hey, thank you guys so much. My name is uh, my name is Steven Swenson. Thank you. Larry Dorsey's not paying attention, but he's totally next. Yeah, you are. I got a fucking salted by a homeless nigga the other day. This motherfucker assaulted me, blood. Crazy. I had my reggae beanie on. Y'all ever seen, you know, like a regular reggae beanie? Oh, shit. First of all, I got to wake my body up. God damn. Okay, um, yeah, that motherfucker assaulted me. You know, it was some black-on-black crime, bro. Um, he was smoking crack or some shit. I was with Tony Sparks. Y'all, everybody knows Tony Sparks. It was like 3 a.m. in the morning. We're walking down Market Street. We just left a little a mic. And a, a, a nigga, the crackhead, is on the corner. What's up, baby? A crackhead is on the corner, and he's leaning back like this, smoking. Like, he was doing it deep, though. Like, he was, like, really deep into it, hella leaning back. And so me and Tony Sparks had a split. Cause he was taking up the whole sidewalk, so we had to split around him. And I walked in front of him, and the dude tries to hand me his whatever he was smoking. And I go, no, no, thank you, brother. And I keep walking, and all of a sudden my beanie is off of my head. And I turn around, the dude throws it on the ground, and he looks at me, he goes, "You ain't no real Rasta." <laughs> that shit was fucked up, nigga. Yeah, that's the story. I'm still half sleep. Got some shows. What's up, man? It's good to see you, man. It's good to see you. <sighs> yeah, my nigga died last week. It was deep, bro. Yeah, his funeral costs and shit. You know, it's crazy how many people I know died. Um, I've seen people, I've seen some crazy shit. The first person I've seen die, he got hit by a truck. And the truck took him down the street for hella blocks. And there was hella sparks. I was like eight or nine years old. <laughs> yeah. It's not funny, but um, 
Um, <laughs> that's how I get laughs. I tell horrible stories and then <laughs> see if people laugh at that shit. <laughs> you know where Bill Cosby fucked up? That nigga should have died 10 years ago. <laughs> right? So I've been working this new bit. I'm going fu- I'm to I'm fuck with y'all. I'm going I'm to do a joke now. But now that y'all know it's a joke, it might not be funny because, you know what I mean, the expectation's gone, but let's see if it still works. Okay, so I used to sag, right? I used to be like, hang out with gangsters. So I used to sag. And when you sag when you cool, you sag right about right there, right? You know what I'm saying? And there's a walk with it. You, you, you walk like this, you'd be like, you know what I'm saying? Who, who, who sagged up in here? Nobody? You sagged before? Yo tall ass sagged? <laughs> that's a whole lot of ass being shown. Damn. <laughs> so that's how you, that's the cool walk when you sag, right? So I had to learn how to walk again when I stopped sagging. It was fucked up. Cause see, look at me, let me go back to it. Okay, hold on. So you see, I'm walking like this, right? So now look how I walk when my pants ain't like that no more. <laughs> it's a fucked up walk. I was walking down the street looking like a motherfucking. <laughs> it's a fucked up walk. Um, but there's four levels of sagging. I'm going to break it down. Um, I should have wore some different shorts. Okay, first level is not that low. First level is like right about there, right? That's level one because that's like you got a job, you an athlete or something like that. You don't want to get fired or nothing. You still, but you still cool, nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's level one. Level two. This is like pretty boy swag type shit, right? I'm gonna turn this way in case my dick pop out of my boxers. Okay. <laughs> level three. <laughs> level three is this one, right? This is like you're committed to the gangster thug life, right? This is you're committed. You can barely hold it. See, it's like a barely hold. It's usually a belt, so you could grab the belt. You could barely hold it. And this <laughs> is for homeless niggas. <laughs> and they usually have jeans underneath. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so I'm going to get off stage. But I should end on a good story. Okay, let me think. What's a good-ass Frisco story? That story's pretty good. That story's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to tell that story. Um, so, y'all know I'm celibate, right? Yeah, I, I tried to do two years. I lasted a year and six months, broke it, and now I'm back in for about five months. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I have privilege, though. I could get pussy anytime I want. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, what's fucked up is when you get on BART when you're black, nobody wants to sit next to you. Am I right, Frankie? <laughs> he looked like a police officer. They still don't want to sit next to that nigga. <laughs> so the thing is, when I see a black person on BART, my first thing I do is I go sit right next to him. Because I'm like, okay, I'm here for you, brother, right? So the other day, you know, I'm on my celibacy. I don't watch porn. I don't watch no yorno. I don't yak off. None of that, right? So I see an OG black dude sitting by himself, and I immediately walk over there and sit right next to him. He looked just like Frankie. I went and sit, sat next to him. I said, yeah. And I sit down, and I look, and this nigga's watching porn on his laptop. <laughs> like, big screen, everything, crazy-ass porn. And I said, I go, ah, oh, fuck, right? And I'm, I'm, just all, I'm like, what do I do? What the fuck do I do? And people are walking by and th- associating me with him and shit. And I'm just like, no, I don't know this nigga, right? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn, what the fuck do I do? And I start looking. 
And I'm just like, oh, shit. And I ain't watched porn in hell long. <laughs> I'm watching it with this nigga now. We watching it together. People are walking by and shit. And then I realized I had to get the fuck out of there because there was a moment where we both looked at each other and caught eye contact. <laughs> And yeah, I had to get the fuck out of there. I'm Larry Dorsey Jr. Thank you so much. Sagging lessons with Larry Dorsey. Man, I have like the opposite problem. I look like a kindergarten teacher and everybody wants to sit next to me on the bus. No matter what they smell like. And it sucks. But you know what doesn't suck? Your next comment coming up. Mutiny Radio, Lady, Pam Benjamin. Yeah, fuck yeah. Pam Benjamin. Oh, okay. I'm so glad that I got to go up after Larry Dorsey. Uh, he was, I think that you being celibate actually understand what it's like to be going through menopause. <laughs> I'm horny all the time. Ah, 45. I haven't felt this boy crazy since I was 14. I'm like, you're sagging your pants. I'm like, fuck, look at his cute. The best thing about stand-up comedy is that as um, a woman going through menopause, I'm encouraged to stare at you. For like five minutes, I'm encouraged. It's like part of that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. My 14, 15-year-old self is like high-fiving me through like the veil of the future past. She's like, you did it, girl. You did it. <laughs> I've always been a little boy crazy. And now I'm like, what? It's... Menopause is awful. It's it's horrible. I get sweating so much. I'm sweating so much at night. I wake up and I think I've peed the bed and I'm like, no, I didn't even drink last night. I'm just sweating. I'm just wet. And what does the doctor say? Sleep on a towel. <laughs> what does the doctor say? Buy a bigger pair of pants. If dudes went through menopause, you know at every single motherfucking corner there'd be some weird air conditioned bullshit where you could like walk in and be like, oh, I feel normal again. There'd be some weird thing that aimed itself at you at night and would like sense your, there'd be a special blanket that would be like a cooling blanket instead of a heating blanket. <laughs> Why don't those exist? <laughs> like a menopause man. Because men in menopause, it's, anyways, it's fine. The thing they want, they can't go through. 50% of the world goes through it. We're not allowed to talk about it. And they put their name on it. Menopause. <laughs> it's crazy. The only good thing about menopause is I'm never going to have to have another abortion. <laughs> Woo! Fuck it! <laughs> also, my underwear have never been happier. Like, I can wear sexy underwear now. There's nothing coming out of here. It's crazy. <laughs> it's been four months. I haven't had a period. I'm insane! <laughs> No, seriously, it's like it's, I know like my body's screaming. It's like, have a baby. This is your last chance. So I decided to do it and I adopted a kitten. I got a kitten. Cats. Cats will solve everything. Cats, cats, cats. They really do. Kittens are so important. I, I really can't wait till the last drops of blood exit my body so I can get the tattoo I want on my uterus uh, of a tiny skeleton baby kitten. I want a skeleton baby kitten curled up in there. No babies have ever been in there. Just I've dreamed of birthing kittens. Is that is that weird? They're so soft and fuzzy and tiny. Why would you want to birth a baby with those giant heads? Like a tiny little kitten coming out of my vag? I can handle that shit. To handle dildos bigger than that, I'd like to birth a kitten. Uh, the only difficulty is they're born with all of their teeth. Right? Like, 
how do mommy cats do it? Like eight nipples, eight cats, they all have teeth. And you're just like, what What are cat boobs made out of? Kevlar? Why aren't we putting that in some bulletproof shit? Like, why aren't we taking like cat nipple material and changing, revolutionizing the world? I don't know. I think that we should feed goats weed and then milk them and make TH cheese. I'm like, why? It's Davis. Hello, UC Davis. What are you doing with your lives? Because I think you're fucking up. <laughs> like you aren't feeding the llamas all that bullshit and then milking them. No, we just want their fur for no reason. Uh, I don't. My my timer disappeared. I have, I'll do one more joke about menopause. It's not funny. It's terrible. It's the worst. Uh, but I did sexually harass my mailman the other day. So that was fun. He's uh, 26-ish years old. He's a blonde. Oh, what a doll. He works on 20th Street. And I walk by him all the time. And his mail, his, his mail shirt was open. And he had a wife beater on, you know. And I saw a little nip. And so I, um, I said, hey, I hope the Postal Service makes a calendar. And they put you in it. And then I winked. And I was like, ah, I think I sexually just harassed him. But it's only sexually harassment if you're ugly. So I think I'm okay. I think that I'm going to be fine because I'm, I'm going to milk this double standard. Like, <laughs> I've said things to 26-year-old comedians that could, I could be sued. <laughs> but because I'm a woman, I like, the, I like the double privilege. Yes, give it to me. Feminism is for something good. <laughs> double standard. Um, thank you. Bye. Yay. <laughs> Thanks, Pam, for providing us with all the information about cats and the space to talk about them in. This is probably our last comic unless someone else walks in. Who knows? Frankie Lee. What's up, motherfuckers? Yeah, I don't. I don't think y'all y'all heard me. I don't like the crowd participation. Let's y'all again. What's up, motherfuckers? Um, it's been a long time since I've been in the comedy. I've been out of, haven't done comedy in like six, four or five months. But I've had time to think. And when I let my brain think, strange things happen. <laughs> if you know me, you know that. Anyway, most of y'all know me. I am your friendly neighborhood, Frankie Lee. But if you will allow me to properly introduce myself. You see that loud thump you heard in the night on Christmas Eve? That was me. That man they tied up, chained up, and put in a wooden box dropped and let it sink to the bottom of the ocean, only to raise it, open it, and find he had mysteriously vanished. That was me. The legend you heard about that beat Bruce Lee, made Lady Liberty disappear, all while dunking on Michael Jordan with one arm tied behind my back, that was Frankie Lee. Now, I know what you're thinking, people. This all sounds kind of strange. Well, sounds like I've heard it somewhere before. No, you haven't. It's all brand new. 
Now I know what you're thinking while you're sitting there. Actually, no, I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway, because I just like saying it. Because it, it gives me like a vibe that I get from like people where it's like, maybe he does know what I'm thinking. Maybe he followed me somewhere throughout my day. I, I have. <laughs> I have. If, if you feel like there's only two of us, two of us chocolate people in the room, well, t actually three. But some, if you feel like you was followed thoroughly by a black guy today, raise your hand like this. Come on, raise your hand. You, you don't count. <laughs> you don't count. You, 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 you look like you get ready. You, man, you, you look like the world's greatest magician. <laughs> with, the, with the beard and shit right here. Why come, I can't, why come Frankie Lee can't have some cool shit like that? All I get is just a black face with a fucked up brain. That's all right. I'll roll with that shit. See, I'm drawing a blank. I've never ever drawn a blank before on stage. Is it okay for Frankie Lee to draw a blank? Is it? Is it? What's going on in there, y'all? Are y'all in there? Oh yeah. Now they're waking up. Um, I do weird shit, people. I'm a weird dude. I do weird shit. Like, instead of putting a tooth under my pillow in hopes of waking up to a beautiful tooth fairy, I put a slice of liver under my pillow and woke up with a 500-pound fat bitch standing over my bed. <laughs> and some of you white people in this room are looking at Frankie Lee thinking, oh my God, this guy's crazy. We should have went skiing. Let's go kick off our fantastic weekend. Well, Frankie Lee, I'm going to have a fantastic weekend. That's going to be twice as good as all of y'all white peoples in here put together. All of y'all niggas in here too. You know how I'm going to spend my weekend? That 500-pound bitch that was standing over my bed? You know what I'm going to have? I'm going to have 500-pound pussy on my face this weekend. You know what that's like? Huh? It's like inhaling a huge bowl of snot and cabbage. Now, I've been warned several times by the upper management, the host, and the police department, because all I do is come up here on stage and scare the fuck out of white people, talk entirely too nasty, and use far too many cuss words. But I'm a change man. <laughs> I've got to redeem myself. See, there's got to be something that Frankie Lee can do to prove to my fellow Californians that I am the upstanding citizen that I claim to be. Look out here at the four-way. I see an old lady ready to cross. I think to myself, by golly, Frankie Lee, that's it. I run out there and say, come on, Grandma, let me help you across. She said, no, I can do it by myself. I said, look, bitch, 
you gonna let me redeem myself. <laughs> so I punched her ass in the stomach, drug her across the street to the corner right here in front of Mutiny. A police officer got, saw her, got off his bike, gave her a one, two, three count, and she's out of there. <laughs> now, if that's not good enough, I'm holding a, Bible, a Friday night Bible study right after this show. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you, Lee. Fuck yeah, that was good. What a good show we had together, spending time on the corner. We had two live listening audience members the whole time. They stayed the whole time. Frankie didn't even scare him away. Maybe it's because he was closer to the door. I don't know. Uh, bye, bye. Well, if if uh, if people want to go up and say what upcoming shows they have upcoming, that's we can okay, real you can quickly. Do plugs now. If anyone has any, I'm I'm on a thing this Sunday in Oakland. It's called the Pajama Jammy Jam. Uh, that's happening somewhere in Oakland. I should be better about where things are. But if you look up, if it's with Polly Pop-Tart. If you look up Polly Pop-Tart and you look for Pajama Jam Jam. Uh, it's at All Out Comedy Theater this Sunday. So come on in your pajamas. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, does anyone else have any other upcoming shows that they're doing? Anyone have any New Year's? I know Larry Dorsey has a New Year's thing he's doing at San Jose Improv. Oh. Nah, there you go. I, 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 um, I have a show on January 20th at Piano Fight. I think it's the 20th or the 17th, one of those, with uh, Sketchfest. So, yeah. It's called Locals Only, which is pretty fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I see this brother right here every day, or not every day, but a lot at on campus at school. We go to school together. Um, yeah, I got a show New Year's Eve at the San Jose Improv. Doing 20 minutes clean. <laughs> you see Paul? <laughs> yeah, so with Orny Adams, so it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, Squeeb. Any anybody else has a show? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Just stand up there silently for 20 minutes? How the fuck are you gonna do 20 minutes? Uh, anyway, how the fuck did you get on Sketchfest, motherfucker? Jesus Christ, man. It's Festivus, guys, and I got problems with everybody. Oh, just never mind. Uh, no, I'm on the good, the bad, and the funny at, on uh, January 6th in uh, Blondie's Bar in Oakland. Uh, Not the one in San Francisco. It's in Oakland now. Uh, I better look at the flyer. It's the one in, Blondie's is in San Francisco. It's on Valencia Street. It's in between 16th and 17th. Oh, is it? Okay. So I thought, it was, uh, you know, was, yeah, okay. just letting you know where Thanks. your show is. It's great. It's a great show to go to on Mondays. Uh, if, uh, if Evelyn Erie Diamond is listening, uh, I, I totally knew that. And I'm a big supporter. Of you, you tell me about the news and I'll tell you about your comedy schedule. Thank you. Tell me That's my fine. St- I can yeah, totally I'll tell you the news. You tell me my schedule. schedule. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I can totally be your assistant. Any other, any other people have any other upcoming shows? Every Friday here at Mutiny Radio, we have Comedy Clubhouse at 8 o'clock. Uh, it's going to be great tonight. It's always a really fun lineup. Ernest has stuff to say. Okay, uh, I'm doing Bust Out Laughing uh, at the Skewers Brewery in San Jose, 6 South 1st Street on New Year's Eve. Uh, this is how I announce. Yeah. And cafeteria food tomorrow is 
And also on Monday, I'm doing uh, uh, Monday, April, no, G- uh, the, t- the 30th, uh, it's at uh, Oakland uh, at the Raj Ridge Improv Club. Uh, Rock Ridge Implu- Improvement Center. Improvement, yeah, yes. And it's on, I've, it was a great show. It's a great, great bar. It does say Improvement they have Center. Excellent, excellent drink specials. I'm it's also super old and historic. It's really cool. And it's really near to the, um, you get off at Rock Ridge Bart, and it's a block away. Mm. It's really, really easy to get to. It's pros versus amateurs, and this has nothing to do with porn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else have any upcoming shows? No? All right. Thanks, you guys, so much for coming to Happy Hour. Thank you so much for donating. Oh, no, Thank I you, got, Rachel Pinson. I'm also doing on Then Mauricio's doing... I'm doing Mauricio's show at the Black Horse. That's such a fun day. show on Wednesdays. It is. It's in the smallest pub in San Francisco, and it's fun. It is super fun And show. it's free. All right. Yay! Uh, super thank you to Rachel Pinson for hosting tonight. Thank you guys all for donating. Thanks for making Happy Hour cool. Feel free to stick around at 8 o'clock. We've got Comedy Clubhouse with really great comedians from out of town. But if not, that's cool too. Have great shows tonight. Bye! Oh, I should let the listening audience know. Please follow us on Instagram at Mutiny Radio Des- at Mutiny Radio SF. Hey, if you want to Venmo us some money because you want to be cool, you can do that to Mutiny Radio. Just at Mutiny Radio on Venmo. And again, please join our Instagram or our Facebook, although I know Facebook is dying. I know it's dying. But uh, hey, stay tuned. Comedy Clubhouse. Bye! Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Here's Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. Sam!
over to MutinyRadio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days. Over 50 comics from all around the U.S. And you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th annual. Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? 
That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com That's subliminalsf. .myshopify.com and experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today! Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. 
meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls, trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. It's uh, Monday morning. <laughs> it is. It's uh, hey, we're doing a drive time thing. Uh, Bug House Square. Uh, if you're listening live, uh, hey, my name's Sean, and uh, have you seen? Gonna be doing something for a while. Man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bughouse Square, that's why I'm, I'm in here on a, on a Monday morning. It's uh, uh, tomorrow's Tuesday and it's Christmas Eve, and, and well, uh, we're uh, hosting the uh, festivities, so uh, I won't be able to make my time slot or next weekend because that's New Year's Eve, and um, we're going to go see John Oliver. That's right, John Oliver. So dig that. So what I'm doing is uh, I can come in here on some open slots and, and uh, get a show or two in the can. Uh, I'll do one today. And this will hopefully get up uh, in my spot tomorrow. Uh, the spirit's willing. So this is uh, the last show of uh, the decade, the year. Um, so I've, I, did I do something special? Uh, <laughs> I'm doing something different. So I went through, as I was fishing through my records, I got, I kind of just went for stuff that, um, I wouldn't usually get. So, um, it's going to be a, uh, interesting show. Pretty sure. Again, if you're listening live, um, this is Bug House Square. Uh, if you like what you hear, um, you know, there's a whole ton of it so with that uh, I will uh, talk to you soon Vigilante man, why does a vigilante man carry that sawed off shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us. 
around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've heard his name all over the land
scientific point of view, it is now very likely that there will be again another ice age quite soon in the world, that we shall have the north part of the world all frozen like it used to be, then we're beginning to have natural disasters. From a scientist study, it seems likely that we shall soon begin to have this great change in the Earth's climate, and the oceans will rise, and many cities will be flooded, like London and Calcutta and so on. These things, they say, will happen according to scientific theories in about 40 years at the most, but maybe even quicker. Signals grow on radios All the strange things They come and go As early warnings Stranded starfish Have no place to hide Still waiting for The swollen Easter tide There's no point in direction We cannot even choose a side I took the old track The hollow shoulder across the waters On the tall cliffs They were getting older Sons and daughters The jaded underworld Was riding high On waves of steel Hurled metal At the sky And as the nails Sunk in the cloud The rain was warm And soaked In the crowd Bye. 
of sight Beginning to jitter on a plate on my knees Smell like that webbing in the morning breeze Fear in my stomach, fear in the sky By dinner with a weary eye After all this it won't be the same Messing around and souls
just like I pictured it. Skyscraper and everything. Hey, hey, brother. Hey, come here, Flick. Huh? Hey, you look, you look hip, man. Hey, you want to make yourself five bucks, man? Yeah, brother. Hey, look here. Run this cross street for me right quick, okay? Run this cross street for Having found you guilty. Ten years. What? Come on, come on, get in that cell, nigga. You trudged through the cold. You made it out here to the deep, deep mission for Comedy Clubhouse. It is incredibly cold outside. Give it up for yourselves for braving the weather. Yay. Yeah. I am not cold anymore because I am going through menopause. I am 